Um, to where the fuck are we? The Red Line Online Podcast. Wait. It's the debut of the Red Line Online pa- Podcast. Podcast. Pod- podcast. It's the debut of the Red Line Online Podcast. And it's it's really cool to be here with me, Mimi Detroit, and Callum McEwen. From, from McEwen, also spelt. known as McEwan, McEwan. <laughs> Callum with a C, McEwen with a K, somehow. Yeah, yeah, we've uh, we've had some nicer, interesting adventures with Callum's surname recently. Not um, just recently, my whole it's life. It's whole life. I've, yeah. I've been subjected to this hatred. Yeah, I'm really. It, we, we, it's all sorted now, though. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, they've done a good job. Yeah, that's more. That's more than at, at school. Once I once won a certificate. They gave they gave it to me. It had my name spelt wrong on it, McEwan. I gave it back to them and they gave it me back the next day with the exact same spelling error. <laughs> and it was wrote differently. It was a different thing. I told them it was spelt wrong. The woman took it home and obviously looked at it and thought, oh, McEwan, that must be the right way to spell it. Yeah, great. But the best one I saw the other day was McEwan. Yeah, I've never seen that one before. <laughs> McEwan with an O. M-C-E-W-O-N. I was <laughs> right. for howling, literally, for, for ages. Um... Yeah, what have you? What have we been up to lately? We've just been uh, hanging pottering. around, pottering about. I've actually been. This is really sad, but I've actually been studying marketing. That's not sad. That's the wisest thing to do in this age well, where everyone yeah, actually, lives online. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose it's it's. We just got to wait until all of the children are born online and they live their entire lives online. We stay on the outside and market to them. They're the they're the product. Yeah, that's where <laughs> okay. it's going. Online children. Yeah, That's, a lot of Tamagotchis, but actually real. Yeah. I think, yeah. We'll, we'll get into this a bit later, obviously, because we're going we're gonna to chat about some stuff later Here, here on. I was thinking, oh, we're going to struggle to talk about things, and here we are. We've struggled to get through the, the opening without just chatting absolute waff. Yeah, well, I like chatting waff, though. That's it's what fun, we do yeah. a lot. We do I do, do a, lot. a bit of bird's eye waff. Bird's eye waff? Yeah, other waffle brands are available. What is that? I'm gonna no, it might be copyright. I'm not gonna do that song. <laughs> Again, I, I need to like actually look at what we can and can't do on podcasts. I don't know if we can get. We'll find out the hard way. Yeah, <laughs> or the easy way. We just won't. We won't talk about anything. Let's we'll just be the silent podcast. Silent podcast. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's like a horror podcast. It's silent, but then one of us will go, <laughs> like that. The okay. silent version. <laughs> and then everyone will be like, "Whoa! Did I just hear something?" That was a full, it was a silent podcast. Like they'll rewind it. No. Huh. And they'll hear it again and they'll be like, oh, they've done us. Yeah. They've done us. It's supposed That's to be a silent sounds, podcast. Sounds like the best podcast in the world. That kind time. of thing you can only listen to once. Yeah, it sounds uh, really uh, really invigorating, really exciting. That I think, yeah. I think you're onto something. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> How long have we been chatting for now? I don't even know. Oh, man, we really should have started the timer, shouldn't we? Yeah, I forgot to look at the clock. Yeah, I forgot to look at the clock as well. Um, but listeners at home, when did we start? How many minutes in are we? I tell you what, I can <laughs> I can look on my little device here. I can actually look at time. Oh, I've just started a stopwatch. Three and a half minutes we've been going. Oh, nice. Feels feels like a lifetime already. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. Well, okay. thank you for listening to the Red Nine <laughs> Online. <laughs> but yeah, well, um, well, let's talk about. Um, what we've been going through for the last what 
Well, six, not just us. What, what everyone has well, been okay, going the through. Okay, the whole but, world, really. But we can't talk about random people we don't know, so we're going to bring it to... Ourselves. Our own a, personal experience. There's an elephant in the room, and his name is not Neil Murdoch. The elephant in the room is COVID-19. Yeah, it is. It was a busted, heavy elephant. An ugly elephant, yeah, I'd say. Yeah, an, an ugly elephant. It was, it was a, a uh, spectral oh, it, it elephant. It is... It yeah. is. It's still still out there, man. But um, yeah, so we were just chatting, wanting to chat really about what we've been through. Yeah. Because um, being a band, um, having really like bands, we we play live music, we play shows. It, our entire our entire profession is based around crowds. Yeah, it it pretty groups. much is. Yeah, um, and getting people drunk and sweaty and being in close proximity. Yeah, with each and other. getting together ourselves as well to rehearse, to rehearse, to write, to hang out, do podcasts, which thankfully we can do now. Yeah, uh, but we have been planning to podcast for quite a while. Yeah, we've had a lot. The pipeline has been full. Yeah, the toilet has backed up. <laughs> Oh, we've got this in the pipeline. We've got that. Our pipeline is quite quite long and wide. I'm kind of thankful though that it was not just us. Yeah, we're not. It's lots of artists are in this same position at the moment. I mean, we've done a lot of our stuff with the help of Zoom and Skype, and other other video chat online products are available. Yeah, but those are the ones we use specifically. Yeah, it's pretty, how have you found it, Callum? Have you like um, well, it's weird because this uh, this may have been the fastest year of my entire life. Mm. Literally, you'd think lockdown making every hour count, doing nothing, would make it feel like so long. But I remember it being February, and watching Boris Johnson deliver the first the first um lockdown thing. Yeah, saying about lockdown, and. Uh, a blink and now it's now and lockdown finished and I was seeing my girlfriend again mm. and everything not went back to normal but went back to the went to the new normal I would say kind of a checkpoint between yeah. the actual normal but yeah. you say that but the new normal that we're facing here is just masks and washing hands and that which is really just basic hygiene <laughs> that that people should do anyway I well, mean it's, yeah. it's, ta- it's a bit of a stretch washing hands as you go into shops but it, it can't help it can't. It can't hint. It's a good thing. Yeah. Well, and yeah, our new normal clean. of wearing masks all around the world. You see any news feed from Japan or China. A lot of people, whenever they're ill, as a moral, yeah, as a moral responsibility, they wear masks to stop well, spreading it to other people. And that's well, kind yeah. of group mentality that we just don't have in the United Kingdom. I feel like. <laughs> and it's obvious that we don't have it, even when it's enforced by law. And yeah, the poor bus driver. He can't. It's not his job to make people wear masks. Because if you walk on a bus without a mask and he says oh he put a mask on you say no what's he supposed to do yeah he we've, can't we've had out. i had this conversation earlier with um a certain guest that we are going to be having on this show a little bit oh. later um by the name of neil murdoch from blue nation he will be joining us later but um yeah i had this exact same conversation earlier just like um one of his friends went to germany and uh they're actually like on it and they do it, and they they mask up, they're clean everywhere. It's all done properly. Mm-hmm. There's no like rah rah rah. This is can't, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. <laughs> they just do it, and it works. And it's like it does. it's like over here, which is like it's mad. I mean, I'm sorry if you're like into your conspiracy theories and all that stuff, but, but a conspiracy theory is what it is. Yeah, and 
at the, it's a conspiracy. And at the end of the day, what I will talk about is I've had COVID-19. And I've had the, uh, knowing that you've had it, the only benefit to knowing you've had it is when people mouth off about COVID being fake. Yeah. And they say, oh, I'd do I bet you don't even know anyone has had it. He's like, I actually do know someone who's had yeah. it quite close to me that's yeah. had it and it's knocked them off their feet for a yeah. pretty long time. Yeah, it's like literally, it, unfortunately with me, um, I think it's one in ten people it affects like this, but it basically developed into long-haul COVID, which is what they're now mm. calling it, and it went on. It's, I'm still got little lingering symptoms now. Thankfully, I'm well and I'm not contagious Co- anymore. COVID test confirmed. Yep. Um, but it's just a matter of, I feel like it'd be, it's just body recovery. It's like you've yeah. went to the brink of death. Your body <sighs> did inside and you've just been on your ass for a long time. Yeah, it was really weird because it was like one minute you'd be getting better, then suddenly you'd be a week later or you'd do like a little bit of exercise. In fact, you know what, not even exercise, I'd like get up and do the washing up. Mm. I'd be on my ass for like a week after. <laughs> I didn't I keep saying to you I think like the in the end I gave up messaging you going I'm gonna be better in a couple of days <laughs> like, just, it's never like, gonna happen I'm just like oh do you know what I don't know I just don't know but yeah it's been it's been interesting I felt really bad because it was like I feel like I should be doing all this stuff for like us and Mimi Detroit and I just like had all these plans and I was like I physically can't fucking do them and it was like yeah it's been quite an adventure but at the same time I'm kind of it sounds weird, but I'm kind of grateful for it because it's been. It's. I, I, don't I can know, see how it could easily give you a new lease of life. For yeah, it's made me look at things differently, but also like it's forced me into kind of changing the way I look at stuff for Mimi Detroit as well with how we're working stuff like the mm-hmm. the marketing stuff I'm properly getting into now. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> apparently, it's going to make us multimillionaires, Callum. Oh, so, that's great. You know what I mean? But. Uh, I think, yeah, it's it's just been a mad experience. Mm. It's been a bit frustrating though, hasn't it? Not being able it to has, actually play because it has been a lot of um, a lot of getting getting better and then getting worse and then getting better. And every time <laughs> it seemed to me that every time you recovered and got got worse again, every time you got worse, you got even worse than before. It was like it yeah. was like what they say: one step forward, two steps back. But instead of <laughs> One step forward, two steps back. It was half a step forward and fall down the staircase. It was like that though, man. And it's like, I've, thank, it was like I had this lifeline of, um, there was a Facebook group. Uh, in fact, if anyone's out there now, like, who's unfortunately enough to be suffering with long-haul COVID or COVID in general, but long-haul COVID especially, there is a support group on Facebook I think it is called Long Covid Support, just that. It started off, when I joined it, there was about 4,000 people in it. Um, now there's 24,000. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's like, it's always forever <laughs> growing. I wonder, if, I wonder if people join that group and tell, you're all you're all fake, this is fake, the government put <laughs> you, you know here. You know what I mean? You're oh, government drones. Oh, it's so inconsiderate. <laughs> but, but would they get, would they though? Because, yeah. I mean, it's like, it's... It's, it's, I mean, this is kind of funny, but it's like if, like if you went into that and then everyone's just suffering with COVID, they might not even be bothered to like, just be like, oh my God, no, just block him. Don't even don't even talk to him. Don't acknowledge him. I think they probably wouldn't be allowed into the group. No. Um, I, I, my, it is, it's, it's, sorry, I'll 
interrupt you there, but it is a beautiful like um, beautiful group because it's really supportive and it, it mm. helped me a lot. Just uh, to know that I'm not the only one. I'm not a weirdo. Yeah. I'm not the only one going through this. The only one that's this. got COVID to the to the tenth degree. <laughs> yeah. But my mum, because she works in care, and my stepdad, oh, yeah, they yeah. get weekly tests or something. Or all, yeah. all the lads there get weekly tests, and they get a monthly test. But my mum's just had an antibody test. Oh yeah. Which will test for whether she's got the antibody for COVID in in her blood. Yeah. Uh, and basically, if she has it, she's. We're all thinking if if she tests that she's got the antibodies, that means I had it because early in December, yeah. I had an illness and it was kind of started like a lump in my throat. I thought it was laryngitis or yeah. tonsillitis, but um, the doctor didn't find anything. He didn't really know what it was. He just prescribed me some throat spray, some inflammatory spray, and um, I was using that, and then it went away. And then it came back and it was even worse. It knocked me off my feet and I was like mm. not going to college because I couldn't. Yeah. And then my throat got really bad again. I was I getting too I think I remember that and, actually. And then I got, and then he prescribed me antibiotics and I took the course of antibiotics. And then I got worse one more time after that and the antibiotics yeah. didn't really do anything. No. And then it went. And yeah. because of the throat symptoms and it was like the flu and because it went and came back and went and came back. That we was thinking when COVID first came around, we yeah. were thinking, I wonder if that was it, like early. Yeah, there and was. And then since um, then, it's mutated and became much worse. Or there something. has been like a fair few people who think they might have had it like earlier on, and mm. it was actually announced. Um, when was it? I can't remember when it was supposed to have actually been released. Was it like? It was like n- November last November year. November last year is when it was first being reported on in Wuhan and yeah stuff like that. It's mad, isn't it? Because I remember in December as well, there was quite a lot of cold flu bugs going around. Yeah, because I, I, I had a couple of them. There was a girl in my like class. This. Girl in my class was off with pretty much the same thing as well. Yeah. With, well, unless unless that actually was tonsillitis, but she was off for quite a long time <laughs> because of something to do with the throat. Yeah, I don't, it's it's hard to tell, though, isn't it? Cause I'm not it, confident enough to say that I did have it yet. Well, you wouldn't. How would you know though? That's no. the thing as well. Well, unless you get an antibody test, but yeah. You still could have got it later on and been asymptomatic. That's yeah. the mental thing with this. It's like it's mad. Do you remember though the um, the weekend before I got it? <laughs> I was thinking about this. I was backtracking where I'd been. Me and you did a gig. At, well, I did that gig at HMV, and you came up. We were literally uh, mic yeah. sharing, <laughs> like, yeah. and you were literally like ah in my. <laughs> I'm like over my in my face and I was proper laughing, going like, "What have you eaten?" I that's the thing. I literally hadn't eaten anything that day. No, but it was like we were that close. It's yeah. like if either of us have had it, had had it at that point, we could have been carrying it. We don't know. I could have been carrying it. It's like, yeah, we could have been like mm. literally just passing it and not knowing. Yeah, super spreaders as they call them. <laughs> Imagine being called super spreader. They named Sounds him. Dirty. They named that guy, that poor guy. He went to that conference. He had it. He didn't know he had it because he's asymptomatic and he was on the oh, news man. and everything. Super spreader. Oh, felt, I felt so bad for him. Just like I can imagine, like witch hunting him. Like, oh my god, you brought it to the country. We were fine <laughs> until you brought it here. <laughs> but at the same time, don't go to a big gathering like that. Yeah, but it was before any of it was really... Oh, was it? Okay, yeah, I'll, let, it was I'll like let him off when it, it was like when it first came to England. I'll let him off. Yeah, because the phon- uh, Stereophonics did a massive gig as well, didn't they? Mm. <laughs> I, think they said, <laughs> I think they said later on they shouldn't 
or someone said they sh- perhaps shouldn't have done it in hindsight, but yeah, hindsight's twenty twenty. No, isn't nobody it, so. didn't didn't know you. <laughs> no, nobody like no, no. I didn't believe it at first. I le- I learnt really learnt the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> Proper. So you re- really don't believe in me, eh? You really don't. <laughs> Doof. Yeah. One week. Doof. Two weeks. <laughs> Doof. One month. Doof. Two months. <laughs> Then one last kick in the jaw, six months. <laughs> oh, you know. But I think, though, we've we've managed all right, though. I think we have ma- yeah, we've, we've managed to make it well. I think we've done really well. Like, yeah. Like, well, we'll move on to, like, the new single. Well, this is where we get the segue out and we ride onto the next topic quite yeah. smoothly. Yeah, we Well, it do. was smoothly until I started saying this. It and was, And now it's yeah. not smooth. Well, there you in, go. In the slightest. Smooth operator. No, no I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like I was but saying, we've, we've done, we've managed, and we've done really well, um, and we've managed to get this new single that we've got coming out. Mm-hmm. Ideally, we wanted, we would have gone into the studio and well, recorded this properly. Well, we um, recorded it in January, wasn't it? Uh, around January, February. It, it was definitely around January because I remember actually because I went up. Uh, no, it's later than that. It's February, March. Did we we did I go down with you twice? I did, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Yeah, and I remember the second time. The first time was before anything to do. I remember London was a hot spot at the time, but I wasn't extremely well. London had it well, when we, we went the first time, but we weren't going through London. We were just going to the studio. Yeah. And then the second time we went a couple of weeks later, London was a hot spot, and I was genuinely quite. I was well, a yeah, bit like, oh. I remember because I remember um, it was on the radio, and I still didn't believe it at that point. <laughs> My mum was telling me, and I was like, oh, it's just the flu's the same. It's fine. <laughs> it's the same as the flu. People die from the flu, rah, rah, rah. Like I said, I learnt the hard way. Yeah. But we managed to, yeah, basically, those were supposed to, originally supposed to be just like pre production and like kind of rehearsal time for mm. in the studio um, for all of us, really. Um, but you and, because you and Steve hadn't done like a proper that studio was, session either. That was either. our first time in. In, in studio setting, yeah. Obviously, it wasn't it wasn't my first time making music. No. In that sense, because I make music at home. But like a proper. But proper studio. actually playing drums. I've never really played anything yeah. but MIDI drums on tracks. I know why. So it was I, like proper. Yeah, it was my first experience. But you smashed I had, it, though. I had practice with uh, with like um, metronomes, and I, I always yeah. used to struggle with metronomes. Yeah. And my problem with metronome is I can't lock into it unless it's really loud. Yeah. It, I've had it, so many gigs. I remember our first gig, <laughs> my metronome weren't loud enough. And I was like grooving away, how she runs, grooving away, looking at everyone dancing to it. And then I heard the metronome and I was on like one, two, three, four. My metronome weren't even going at the same speed. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, it's my first ever gig and I'm not in with the metronome because I completely forgot about it. You you got into it though. Like The only way you'd really notice is if because I obviously run like a, pre-recorded guitar line for that track hence why we need that click um if it goes out with that Mm. i think it did once but because we had the bpm set yeah i did like uh, beats per minute by the way if no one knows what bpm yeah it was that it was that because i think i had my metronome set at the wrong bpm didn't i 120 it was only a couple out yeah but it was like but it was like way slower than the actual track (laughs) Yeah, I had to turn it off, and I was like, "Girl, what's going?" I've had gigs like that. It's happened before where I've been in the metronome, and I've just been like, "The metronome zone." I can't 
they can't hear it and it's putting me off. I need to. I've had to discard my head, my earphones, and just well, deal with the loud noise. You still smashed it in the studio, though, and you, you got it. You nailed it. I was quite um, happy with that. Yeah, it's yeah. the first time I've ever heard my drums on a track. Yeah, before, ever. it was cool. But those pre, they were meant to be like pre-recordings, and before we went into like the proper studio with them, mm. um, because I usually work with a guy called Thomas Michener, who's uh, he's shit hot. He's really good. He's a uh, if you want to, anyone wants to look him up, he's uh, done the likes of like Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes, um, Asylums. He's done. They're a great band. He's done so many. Um, yeah, Let's I can't remember. There's loads. Just notch. look him up. I'm crap at remembering names of anyone or people or any or bands. Anything. I'm really shit at it. But yeah, he's really good. So, um, but obviously, because lockdown happened, illness happened. I was like, fuck, I don't know if we're going to be able to like release anything this year. I don't know. I, I just don't know. Because we, we had huge, huge plans this year. Yeah. Huge plans. But then M- Mr. C came in. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah. But we still managed to yeah, get. What we, yeah. Yeah. What we ended up doing was taking the pre-production recordings. Um, I didn't know if they were going to be usable. But I sent the original files to. Tom, well, Mitch, as we call him, and to see if he could, like, mix them and see if he could work his magic on them. Um, and it uh, actually worked out all right. The, we had that weird thing going on with the guitars. Oh, it was because we, we <laughs> used an amp in the studio yeah. that had spring reverb, but the spring reverb, I think, was, like, too high. And it whenever was, you slid across mm. or changed chords, it'd make a really... <laughs> <laughs> It was like in between, everything, wasn't it? It was really odd. Um, I noticed it in the studio, but we didn't know what it was. No, we didn't. And if I knew about spring reverb, then I would have been able to point it out and be like, that's spring reverb on the amp, but I didn't learn that until after. Yeah. I love spring reverb as an effect. Like, I have used it in the past, but if you're doing a guitar and you want it on, always put it on in post or after, or or Mm. do like a clean take. And then do another take with it on top. Or just not have it as high. Or just not have it as high. But yeah, you're better off doing like a clean take and the reverb as well. So you've got the distinction without... Because with the spring reverb, it's like, like... It's nice. It's lovely. It's like you listen to like Hank Marvin and stuff like mm. that and he's got it on. But he, he don't hear any of that noise that we were hearing. It was that amp. It was, it was it, the amp. It was the amp. Didn't we... We brought all of your... We brought your amp and your cab and everything. And, uh, and couldn't then use it. And, yeah, they said. Well, I couldn't use it. It's because I didn't have the connector cable. Oh, Forgot yeah, the. Uh, yeah, we didn't have the amp to We amp had cable. a lead missing, so we had to use the amp there. But what I ended up doing is to work around that, I ended up recording the guitars at home on GarageBand. Yeah. <laughs> and I just k- recorded them um, and the synth parts. Um, in fact, I think I did redid all the guitars, sent them all back to Mitch, and he basically reamped them his end. And made it sound absolutely magic. He got the big muff right. Yeah, it was all just like banging, wasn't it? It was mm. just like, oh. Well, I'll put it this way. I was quite blown away when we had the original. <laughs> just because it was my drums, I was a bit starstruck by myself, like, oh. patting myself on the back. And uh, and, then, and, then, and then, I heard the, then I heard the mixed version. I was like, oh, my God, I'm blown away twice. <laughs> and now I'm patting myself on the back with both my hands. And then I heard the mastered version. And then I was like, like, my God, I'm patting myself with every possible limb and getting my neighbour to pat my back as well. (laughs) What's your arsehole doing like 5p, 50p? (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, so we've got this uh, mean rock and roller coming out. and uh, Mean rock and roller. It's coming Every out. Every time you say mean rock and roller, I'm going to do a little backing vocal. Yeah, I liked it. That was a good, that was Callum's input. Not his, <laughs> not his only input, but that was one of your inputs on the uh, when we were doing the track, wasn't it? Yeah, because we was doing it and I was thinking, oh, there's a bit of a gap there. That sounds yeah. like we could, because we used to, we used to do songs as a round in primary school. Yeah, yeah. And we'd like, I love around. this half of the room starts singing now, and three, two, one, now this side of the room starts singing, yeah. and I used to get so lost. I love rounds. In fact, we've got a round in, like, in one of the new songs that we've got coming in the future. Oh. I'm sure you've heard it. I can't remember, though. It's ages ago, before... Pre-COVID. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But yeah, the this... Good times. Uh, <laughs> the good times, All the cave paintings of that are, time. <laughs> yeah, this new single is coming out on October the 30th. Mm-hmm. Um, we have... Um, we haven't even spoken about the video. We have a video coming out on the 23rd. Let's go into a bit of detail on video. Yeah, let's Because this, is, this is the triumphant moment that we need to it is, blow um, our own trumpets on and blow the trumpets of everyone involved. Yeah, it's been amazing. Like, one of the main things, I think, that has kept me going whilst I've been ill, obviously, and this whole lockdown quarantine moments, um, when I have been well enough... Um, did, we started up the Mimi Mondays, which was the yeah. regular weekly live stream on oh Facebook. Oh my God, that, that was like during COVID. See, it feels so long ago, but it also feels like yesterday. feels like a wormhole. Like yesterday feels like February. Yeah. But everything does, it? before February and slightly after it feels like years ago. It does, doesn't it? It's mad. It's just like, yeah. But these, these uh, basically these live streams have really kept me going. Um, just because you'd have fans like started to like tune in every yeah. week and you just you've got this sense of community and this like they'd all start like they've all become friends within themselves as well <laughs> like with each other like complete strangers who've got to know each other on these live streams and we're like a little family um so like yeah we've been uh we were brainstorming weren't we to try and find a a way yeah. to get a video done for this uh for me and rock and roller um, the amount of oh, we spent hours. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we become we thought I was the first idea was like oh we should do it like it's called Mean Rock and Roller but we could do it like have like a little snippet of us playing live and then the majority of the video is us just doing like downtime and not being Mean Rock and Rollers and like yeah. a view behind the curtain. But yeah. then we thought oh there's actually no way we can do that because crowds. Yeah, <laughs> we, can't, <laughs> we can't even do like a live performance or anything. No. And then we were thinking about stop animation. <laughs> so what goes for our yeah. brains? There was just like we went through loads of different stop animation like research, and mm. it just looked like. But because budgets were obviously low because of COVID. In terms of money, we have no money. We have no <laughs> none whatsoever. <laughs> it was all going to be done DIY, wasn't it? We had, we had a lot of ideas that could not be done because of senior COVID. Yeah entered the stage mm, and i think the stop motion thing would have been a lot extremely difficult as yeah well. and for two people that don't even know how to do stop very motion. easy to get wrong yeah. as well. <laughs> it's one of them things it's really hard to get right and it's so easy to get wrong so yeah but then we came up with this mental idea of oh. like how's it go <laughs> huh how's it go how's what go 
I was just doing like a fanfare for Yeah, no, how's it go? Ah. One more time. Ah. And just one more time. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we, so we had this, had this mental idea that we... Uh, Birthed from our new found community on Facebook yeah. Live. It was like, why don't we celebrate this bond and yeah. this, the love and everything and have all of us make a video together? Mm-hmm. And... With no crowds. And how would you do that? We hear you ask. <laughs> well. Well. <laughs> yeah. Well, we had to literally like break the song up down into sections. And then anyone who wanted to be involved basically emailed us and we sent them a section of the song to perform or just do something to yeah. that, that they love. A- anything that they love doing. Just yeah. It doesn't have to be their job. It doesn't have to be, you know, anything they do that they enjoy doing. If it is their job, that's cool. But hobbies anything that they like doing yeah it's kind of like unless if you like doing like maths equations i suppose <laughs> you could probably put that in a cool way and like do a big like chalkboard or do like um that what was that art attack that old program where they oh, used with to Neil do Buchanan. yeah they used to do the art stuff on the floor and do like a maths equation oh instead. yes <laughs> <laughs> oh yes oh my god i couldn't get anything worse but if you like maths, I'm sorry, but I'm, I'm only because I'm crap at maths. It's just not my forte. No, it's not my but, forte. But yeah, they were. It was like it was actually quite. Um, I was a little bit not o- not overwhelmed, but just like a bit blown away by the amount of. Um, yeah, support. a lot of people came forward and yeah. said that they'd be interested in doing it. Yeah, and it was like. And then they actually, a load of them sent the videos through as well. And mm. I was like, because sometimes people will say things like, yeah, it is, it is really easy to, to put yourself forward to something like that. But actually doing it is quite hard to do, especially during these times when it's like a lot of people's hobbies might, in, might involve doing stuff with yeah. other people and they can't really do that because of COVID. And there is a lot going on in people's lives at the minute. Yeah, there is. And um, yeah, because saying you're going to do a video and then actually putting the work in. Um, sorry, I've got <laughs> got something no- suspicious just something, happened. Something's nossing. Somebody is nossing at my schedule and like reading through my schedule, like over my shoulder here, Mister Neil Murdoch. He's <laughs> he's in the room at the moment, but he's not talking because we're not having him on yet. No. But yeah, it was really, really. It was, it was just a really beautiful thing. And I tell you what, editing that video was like the best. Thing. <laughs> uh, of the people I've shown, which has only been, I've made a rule for myself: no sending the link out. Obviously, no. Nope. I've just shown like my dad, my mom, and my, and my girlfriend Molly. Just Aww, showing people, just showing people extremely close. That's really cute. And like every, little... everyone has been like, well, Maria edited that herself, and was like, oh, really? yeah. And they're like, that's really good, especially the bit at the end, which you'll all see. And no spoilers or giveaways, but that seems like a bit of a feat of editing marvel <laughs> of everything going on. I wouldn't even know how to bother starting that. Which bit? At the, the end? end bit, yeah. Oh, okay. And every time I, I, I always point out, oh, that little bit, that's that's me and her actually recording the backing vocals. Yeah. How mad. <laughs> Easter egg. <laughs> little Yeah, nugs. there's lots of little, like, I did... I, like there is a couple of little Easter eggs in there. There was one, um, one, uh, one of the uh, it was a family they sent in a video, and it was I thought, oh, that's a little Easter egg because they basically they've got this video where they're 
I won't give too much away, but they're like, kind of looking into the camera. And then just in the corner in the background, you can see like our vinyl. Ah. And I was like, ah, sneaky, that's sneaky. Cool. So there's that's even, the kind of thing you'd imagine you'd have to organise with people, but they're so, I found no, it, it that just, good. It was just really good. I, did it I was literally smiling from ear to ear, like just yeah, editing really the vi- and, it as well. and editing it. I just like I couldn't stop like smiling and laughing, going, "Oh, this is so cool! It's the, my most favourite thing I think I've ever edited. It's just cool." So you'll all get to see that. Yes. When it's released. Is the music video releasing with the song? No, it's coming out on the twenty third of October. Twenty third. And then ah. the song comes out on the thirtieth, so mm. a week later. And so we will get be on the pre saves and. Yeah, we will be putting stuff on our socials, um, Mimi Detroit online. Yep. Well, it's not Mimi Detroit online, but Mimi Detroit <laughs> <laughs> on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, you can join the mailing list if you like. But yeah, um, we're going to do a little uh, performance anyway, aren't we? Yeah. Of me, Rock and Roller, for everyone. Mm-hmm. And then, so we'll do a little performance and then we will get our guest on. <laughs> It's a mean and it's deep lifestyle. 
Hopefully, I hope you enjoyed that. A little mean rock and roller. Can I just... I'm just going to bang that guitar there. Thank you very much. Yeah, that is out on the 30th of October. I had to think what month we're in then. Yep. Which isn't very long. It's only about like three weeks away. No, I'm going by how fast this month's already going. It's, yeah, it's going to be like tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I think it's time to invite our guest. Who's this guy? Let's With uh, the glasses and the green let's, uh, shirt. Let's, uh, let's get this guy on then. Uh, hello, welcome. Neil Murdoch from Blue Nation. Light fading. Here I am. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? You're right. You've been here the whole time. But I have, no, yeah. no, he hasn't ruined no, the magic. No, I've just walked in. Yeah. I've just come from the You've, studio. He's just. We're in this big studio. He was in the waiting room. I was okay. in the green room. Yeah. In, in the, the green, green room. room. Yeah. Okay. With Bono, The Edge, and Coke, um, <laughs> <laughs> and substances that cannot be named on this podcast. Um, who else was in there? Your mum. Oh. My mum. That, I mean, that I, d- I don't know if that's a mum joke or she was actually asking if my mum was there. My mum would bore Bono to death. Oh, bless that's her. Not. She'd be there, though. She'd be the there, day. though. Yeah, she would. She'd be there. All right, sir. Hello, yeah. Neil. Hello. All right, Mr. Callum. Introduce yourself, Neil. My name's Neil Murdoch. I'm from the Van Blue Nation. Uh, it's been a pleasure to be here on the Mimi Detroit podcast, which I've forgotten the name of. The Red uh, Line Online podcast. Thank you, Callum. That's much appreciated. I yes. don't know why, but whenever Callum and I get together, we put stupid voices on. So yeah. I have to be really careful. Not it's to, it's just... because we have to we have to mask our feelings for each other. It's true. Well, there is, yeah, there is a bromance going is, on. If we speak in our normal voices, there's quivers and, and <laughs> <laughs> little giggles. Mine and stuff cracks. Like. Mine goes, Callum? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mine cracks because of the love. What, um, oh, what some sweaty. listeners might not know is that um, Neil Murdoch from Blue Nation is actually um, my husband. Yes, I am. So uh, I've got a little bit of competition here. I'm going to be honest. I've got news for you. There's no competition. competition. Callum wins. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, damn. I actually had a really bad dream last night. Oh, yeah. She woke up this morning. She woke up and saw us. (laughs) That must have been a bad dream. (laughs) No, she woke up this morning scowling at me. It's like, you were mean to me last night. Oh, no. Yeah, you left me. I was asleep. (laughs) Dream Neil is an absolute douchebag, though. Yeah, he's a cockhead. Yeah, he is. Dream Dream Neil and Dream Dream Mimi are horrible. Yeah, they are. But, um, yeah, so you're in a band called Blue Nation. Um, You're kind of what, indie blues Rock. Indie blues rock, yeah. Riff rock, riff rock, riff, classic riff, riff based rock. rock. Yeah. Yes, I remember. Yeah, Callum remembers. See, that's why Thanks, he's the favourite. <laughs> um, yeah. So, how have you like coped during this whole lockdown experience? I mean, I know you've been... oh, apart from looking over after someone yeah, who's not, got COVID, yeah, not to mention <laughs> being a nurse. You've kind of been my uh, the yeah my my glue. I'll be honest. Um, but, um, yeah, how have you coped like from the, from a band perspective as well, like? Well, we did the same as you. We did the, we did the like live from the front room. We do it every Thursday, so I, I needed to do that from a. I can't not play music. No, so I have to. It's really weird. I have to look at you, and I know I have to speak into this mic. So if I go quiet, I'm sorry. Um, so I can't. I can't not play music, and I can't not gig because it affects my mental health definitely um, mm. from escapism. But from a so that was good we did that, but dealing with COVID, I think you're just getting content out of it because if you're not gigging, if you're not going and doing sound checks and if you're not doing like photo shoots or stuff like this, you know, you can't just keep saying to people, it's very hey, easy hey to... can you can you, can you you listen to our music again? It's very easy <laughs> to give up. Yeah. yeah. I've seen a load of bands just not post anything. And whereas... Yeah, we, we'll, I've seen that. Yeah. Some bands are big enough, they can get away with that and that's kind yeah. of annoying. 
Yeah, it's really annoying. I tell you what is annoying me. Let's. Uh, what really grinds my gears? Um, <laughs> Callum will get that reference. Um, Family Guy. Yeah. Oh, you do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's I awkward. do watch that television. Was, that was really awkward, wasn't it? <laughs> Feel the burn. Um, uh, That's funny because I actually don't like Family Guy. Do you know? Well, we're finished. Um, so <laughs> I've got. No, I love you, Mimi. I <laughs> know. Oh, I tell you what. Too big late, bands. Yeah. Big bands saying, "Oh, we're going to play smaller venues." Mm. And I'm like, oh, guys, come on. That's, yeah, but what if we get tough. the support slots, then that's kind of nice. You know that's not, not how it works. Slots. They're going to give the support you, slots to their mates and it, their bands. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and to the agents and the people that are on their labels and all that stuff. I tell you now, though, that you raise a good point. When we get bigger, as in yeah. Mimi and Blue Nation, Same here, yeah. I'm going to make sure in every city we play, we have a, a local band on. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Excuse me, yeah, local band. And not just like first on, give them a proper support slot. Yeah, yeah, literally the support slot. Yeah. And if a label or an agent wants to put on a, a known band, then, then they're Kanye fine. But they're, they're going on first. And yeah, there's loads to <laughs> But no, I haven't dealt with COVID. Um, it's been scary, to be honest, mainly because of you. Yeah, there was a couple yeah. of times, you know, when paramedics... Me, not Callum. Yeah, not Callum, yeah, not seeing Callum. Um, no, but like, you know, when the paramedics were called... Yeah, that was that scared a the scary bejesus moment. out of me. So I was doing my, you, I was doing my best. Oh, I'm really fine. I'm really cool. I'm really relaxed about this. You're going to be fine. And you the guys, were actually, I think you were on like a Zoom call or something, and I think I had to text you because I was like, I really didn't feel well, and I was like, I was, I was like, I'm feeling like really, really shit, and I'm a little bit worried. So I phoned like and spoke to someone at one one one. They were like. I couldn't actually, I could hardly speak because I couldn't like breathe properly. And COVID. Just, COVID. They were like, <laughs> they were like, you're, you're struggling to get your sentences out. Like, and I was like, yeah, like this. And they're like, right, we're sending an ambulance. I was like, oh my oh, God. The text message was, don't worry, I've just called an ambulance. And I I'm didn't like, even call them. The, an oh ambulance, they're sending an ambulance. I'm, I'm, uh, they were, yeah. sad. they were really nice though, weren't they? They did all the yeah. tests and all that. So that was probably scary. Calling 111 like a couple of weeks before. But I was okay. Yeah, yeah. But just, I agree with Callum, man. It's just like, it's gone so fast, isn't it? It's like, we're... we're, we're it's weird. We're, we're weirdly fast. We're heads Neil knows up. I said that because there's a mic that goes through to the green room. That is true. Yeah. yeah. And there's a little video so I can yeah, watch video them. Feed. Thanks, mate. Um, yeah. I, no, it's, you just got to keep doing it and keep... Keep getting out there. I tell you what I've noticed, especially with like the Mimi Mondays and stuff like that. Mm. People are looking forward to you going live and playing for that yeah. hour or an hour mm. and a half or whatever on Instagram or Facebook and stuff. And they need it as well. So we we did this as a let's do it for us. And then to get you know, to get a bit of cathartic. Now there's the idea if you don't do it, you're letting people down. Oh man, yeah. I think so. Oh, yeah. yeah, definitely. Every week I'm asking on a Thursday when we do ours, I'm saying, Look, guys, do you want to do it next week? And they're like, Yeah, why are you even asking? I'm yeah, like, like oh. people have said that it's it's like, because I said, you know, it, not that we need to be kept going, but this has kept us going. And yeah. um, they've all said, like, it's the same for them. They really look forward to, like, the, well, for, like, Blue Nation and Mimi Detroit fans. They look forward to the Mondays and their Thursdays, like, connection, I guess. Mm. And it's like, it's, they love I'm, the music. Apparently, I should be a comedian, but I'm not funny at all. You're not funny. <laughs> no, you, you have one day a month where you're hilarious and you like get all your jokes out for the month. My mum's got more famous than us on our live streams. Yes, yeah, yes. Everyone's she? now. She, she goes on and says hello, and everyone just jumps. And says, ah, Pauline, how you doing? Good to see you. And everyone's mum's like, oh, you know, it's just like mum, proper famo now, <laughs> didn't you? Yeah. So we, we've you spoke about 
how it's been being a musician in these yep. times personally. But recently we've had this is a bit topical news. We've had uh, Rishi Sunak, <sighs> and I just want to get your opinion on it because the, there's <laughs> there's there's a nugget, a small nugget where I can kind of get what you're saying, mm. but at I'm the same like time it's extremely thoughtless about he. For those of you at home, I'm sure you know, but he's basically said that all those in the artistic industry ought to retrain and yeah. get new jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Which, economically speaking and keeping your family going speaking, that that is probably the most wise to do. He might just be warning us as musicians that we're not going to be able to be getting yeah. money in for a long time. But You've got to make, if you need to make ends meet, you've got to mm. find other ways, you've got to change. But at the same time, it's a bloody insult. Yeah, it is. <laughs> like, I think it's like you're not kicking skilled. someone when they're down. I'll tell you one thing, right, that no one's told Rishi and before he said that. You tell me a mu- musician that hasn't got two or three jobs already. Yeah. yeah. A musician not being one of them, right? Yeah. Mm. So I know so many artists. And it doesn't Not matter, all of them. Yeah, but, but it doesn't matter how big you are, right? I know, I know some people that can sell out venues with their own original band, but they still go out with a covers band or they still do uh, yeah. art mm. on the side or they're a painter as well, you know, or they they do some editing for movies or, you know, small independence. Even stuff. Chad Smith, Red Chili Peppers drummer, yeah. he done a big drumming uh, art exhibit because what he does is yeah. he gets glowing sticks, puts nice. these exposure down on his camera and plays a song and records the the um, the, movement. the movements yeah. of the sticks and then paints those. And he had a big Venetian art gallery like um yeah gallery to, oh, to cool. exhibit exhibit so, is what exhibit. I was looking for. So having the, I see I don't see where he's coming from. I see what he was saying and it was taken slightly out of context by the news channels and jumped on. But they've got to make their money too, Neil. Well exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't agree with what he's saying because his answer was, Well we've given this much money out already. Yeah, yeah, we know, but if you close pubs and stuff at ten if you stop people over so many decibels doing this, if you can't, people can't congregate, if people can't sell merch, everybody knows in a certain size bands, and even if you look at, right, let's look at the huge bands, right? The huge bands don't make money from record sales unless they have number one after number yeah, one yeah. and all that kind of stuff. They make money from touring, they make money from merchandise, from ticket sales. Especially from, nowadays. Yeah, exactly. You know, th- there's a well, reason that a hoodie costs 40, 50 quid when you go to a, yeah. a stadium gig for a band, and when you go to Primark and other shops are available to buy hoodies, <laughs> um, they cost a tenner, right? It's the same goddamn hoodie, but apart from stereophonics or It's the same hoodie, but the context in which you buy it is what makes it special. It's like, exactly. when, it's like when you're on holiday and people say, oh, don't buy that here. It's expect- you can get that at home. It's like, yeah, but if I get it at home, it's not the same It's the thing. memory. You're buying the memory, right? You're mm. creating it. Oh, I got that there. You're right. So I don't agree with anything he says. I don't believe any of them. I think they're all liars. I think somebody somewhere <laughs> is making a hell of a lot of money out of this. Someone is always making a hell of a lot of money. And that's what it's about. And <laughs> yeah. um, he's not... I don't care how much money he's given. There's people struggling. There's people out there who's musicians yeah. who don't, who aren't getting the support they need. Yeah, I think a part of me though is like, I I understand that um, we need support. Musicians, venues, like, do need support. But at the same time, I'm like, sometimes if you want something done, you got to do it yourself. Yeah, and it's like, it's not always on other people. If if you're like, I hate the phrase, or it's like, it needs to. Like this whole phrase needs to fuck off. <laughs> that I'm a struggling musician. I'm a poor musician. It's like it's mm. kind of been embedded into our brains that that's what it, it even, is. Even even as a musician, it's like I don't have a job. Yeah, and I'm not extremely in need of money at the but, minute. But you think, and yeah. because it's been embedded 
like into your brain from society and other people saying it, it's like, oh, I'm a musician, I must be poor, I must mm. be suffering, I must be like, oh, woe is me kind of thing. I know not everyone's like that. Or sometimes you're afraid it, to tell people is, you're a musician because you think yeah. you think they'll be like, oh, you're a musician, yeah, so exactly. you're on the dole. It's oh, this oh, stigma yeah. around it, but it needs to piss off because it doesn't have to be that way. And I think well, for me personally, it's like because I've been obviously studying the marketing because I've been looking at other ways we can earn and we can branch out and grow our fan base grow like our income and everything so we can be sustainable for ourselves and look after ourselves it's like i think you just sometimes you have to like think outside of the box i've been seeing a lot of um posts on instagram about people requesting netflix and amazon prime and all music streaming services they all boycott or like turn their service off for one day just to prove to everyone on the planet everyone in this country how much they actually do rely on artistic people and creatives yeah. because what else would you do if your day if people exactly. hadn't created music for you to people hadn't created shows for you to watch yeah. television for you the only thing you could do is possibly watch the news but even then creative people have went and created the channel and created the, and created the graphics yeah. and the, um, the script yeah. and yeah stuff exactly like that. the arts is like it's so important it's I, had a guy do, I had a guy do it to me the other day he's um i was signing up for something and he's like, what's your profession? I was like, I'm a musician. And he went, oh, are you really? Oh, it's hard, isn't it? <laughs> First thing out of his mouth. So and I was nice. like, no, mate, every show, every kind of show we do is sold out. Um, you know. It's good. It's not about making millions for us at this stage. It's about growing that fan base. We've got a dedicated law fan base. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. oh. And then when you say that, it's interesting. His mindset was, should I have heard of you? They were the words out of yes. his mouth. And I was like, what has that got to do with anything? I was like, no, I don't right. know. Where do you live? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, what music do you listen to? Oh, Funky House. Probably not, mate. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, there's, there's the logins and stuff. Not logins. There's the, the, the social media stuff. He checked it out. And then he came back and went, you're actually pretty good, aren't you? And I was like, I mean. So you wouldn't have given us that chance when <laughs> yeah. I told you I was a musician. That's oh. not, it's like on Instagram. I remember it's I unfollowed a whole load of people on Instagram and like, stopped them from following me because I put a post up. It was like uh, something to do with music and all that to do was say like yes or no. And the people who didn't want it, people who like, don't listen to our music or don't like our music could have voted no. But I said in one and then loads of about 50 people saw it and about 25 people voted either way. And then I put another one up saying... If you don't vote, that's basically a no, but it means you're saying no, but you don't have the balls to tell me no. Yeah. Yeah. Which is just like, disrespectful. I'm only asking you to say, tell the truth. I'm not going to be offended if you say <laughs> no, because if, if that was the case, I wouldn't have asked. The truth is... And then a... loads, everyone that didn't say anything, I just unfollowed them, because I was like... Yeah. <laughs> the truth is a rare that, commodity these days, yeah. Mr. Callum. We're, we live in a post-fact society, <laughs> yeah. as they say. Fact check. <laughs> right. I think we should move on because we're getting close to Sorry. ending time. But we've got, well, Callum's got a quick f- 10 quiz, oh. 10 question quiz for yes, you. Um, How hard are they, mate? They're not that hard. Do you remember the quiz we did before on the... Oh, Bef- maybe me yeah. and his big quiz. Not that hard. Okay. Before, before we do this, we're going to do a quick wager, though. How many we think Neil will get, get right. And then whoever loses is going to do a forfeit in the next podcast. Yeah. yeah I'll let you go first because I've kind of got an advantage on this one. Mm. I, I, I'm, if anyone, I'm just going to guess six. I, I'd go middle of the road, mate. Was you going to guess six as well? Yeah. Ah. Okay, I'm going to go five. For the viewers at home, my two fingers are stuck up at Mimi Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> For the viewers at home, no one has any confidence okay. in my general knowledge skills. 
I'm going to go five. But we probably shouldn't have said it till after. We've probably just done that secretly. Cause you watch Neil me bang might, out Neil now. might fix it. No, nah, he can't fix it. He's not going to. His okay. pride is worth more than me or you winning all So what's okay. the temp, what did Callum go for? Six. Callum, I got you, buddy. Don't Thanks, worry. man. Are <laughs> right, we ready? Yep. Question one. On what continent is Lake Erie found? Lake Erie? Oh, I've never heard of it. Um, Continent. Oh, oh I, I could give a clue here, but no, no, no clues. No clues. No clues. Can you not tell me where it is? No. Oh. <laughs> um, I don't. I honestly Just think don't know. how it sounds. I, I was thinking Italy, right around there, but is it a continent? No, but I was trying to think. <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't know. I mark it down. I just don't know. Okay. Eh. North America. Oh no! Should idea. I tell the answers now? Or I was going to go South America, but I don't know. I don't know. Just keep going. Go, keep go. Going. Listeners at home, let us know do in the like Facebook. The, do it like the chase. We should do. Do it like the chase. Just tell them the answer straight away. Yeah. All right. Go on. Okay. What is the atomic number for hydrogen? <laughs> what? Yeah, he's not. You said this is going to be easy. <laughs> that is easy. I don't know. Zero. No. Ooh. One. Oh shh! It's the first one on the periodic table. That's why I put that one, because oh, okay. it's the easiest one. Oh, yeah, that they're dead easy. Yeah. Yeah, really yeah. easy. Zero is actually the first How many strings does a standard mandolin have? 12. Oh. It does have 12, doesn't it? You had this question. It's 12. This question you had the other day it's in the 12. quiz. And we got it wrong. We have a family oh, quiz every week. Oh, no, it's eight. It's eight. eight. Oh. Okay, you said your first answer, I'm afraid. Well, that's just out of order. Well, oh. at the moment, mate, it's six. So if I get another one wrong, that's you're out. three wrong. What is the second largest planet in our solar system? We've had this as well on our family quiz, and there was a we massive should, debate about it. You should it. bloody know it then, shouldn't you? Like yeah. Jupiter. Is that your final answer? No. Well, I'm not even asking because you've already said it. <laughs> no, because you've already said it. It is Jupiter's, Saturn. Jupiter's Jupiter the is the biggest. Oh. I got oh, that was the original question. I was going to ask what was the largest planet. I, I, thought, okay. it was, I thought that's a bit easy. Okay. All right, next, next question. Who directed the film The Shining? Why do I not know this? You do know this. Is it Kubrick? It's yes, Kubrick. it is Kubrick. Yay! He's one. got one. He's got one. <laughs> He's on the board. Which primary colours mixed make green? Is it red and yellow? Two prim- Which two primary colours? I thought it was red and yellow. No. Blue and yellow. Blue, blue and red. No, it's yellow and blue. Can I get half a point for yellow? No, no you cannot. Oh. <laughs> Next. So what is the collective noun for a group of crows? <laughs> Um, it's not a gang. A murder. Yes, Ooh, yes. a murder of crows. That's two. What is the capital city of Hawaii? Honolulu. Yep, we had that the other Three. day. That was literally <laughs> yesterday. So, what British band is behind the album "The Piper at the Gates of Dawn"? Oh no! Um, not Def Leppard. Oh God, it's Eddie, isn't it? Oh, I don't. Oh, oh no, Megadeth. No. You're going to have to give me an answer. I'm going to go Megadeth, that's wrong. No, it was Pink Floyd. Oh, I don't know. Their that. first album. <laughs> Pink Floyd are overrated, in my opinion. <gasps> don't tell Callum that. Why do you think I said it? Keep moving on. <laughs> who is the current Prime Minister? This is the last question. Who is the current Prime Minister of New Zealand? It's the lady. I can't remember her name. Oh, you remember the men's name, though, don't you? <laughs> Disgraceful. No, it is, though, isn't it? I don't know. Yeah, it's the woman, but I'm not asking for her gender. I'm asking for her name. She's amazing. Not that amazing. You didn't bother to learn her name, though. No, I can't remember her name. Sarah, amazing person. Nope. It was Jacinda Ardern. Dun, dun, dun. I got news for you. 
you got three. <laughs> I'll be honest. I'm glad I got three. Callum is doing the four. Wait, what? Next did you guess three? No, no, she gets five. Oh, you got the closest. Oh, yeah. Okay, fair. Right, I'm going to go on to. I've got a quick oh. fire round for you. Me. Most likely, right? Okay, go, have, go, We're go. running out of time, but okay, most likely go. two out of the celebrities, right? Yeah. Who are you most likely to take out for pizza? Go. Pizza, Robert Downey Jr. Do a skydive with. Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> <laughs> if you were single, who are you most like to kiss? Um, I can't remember her name. Who was... Uh... Mimi Detroit. No, no. Who, did, who was in Hunger Games? What was her name? Um, Jennifer... Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. And now, um, out of Blue Nation members... Oh, God. Who is most likely to get arrested? Luke, without a shadow of a doubt. Who is most likely to get lost on tour? Luke, without a shadow of a doubt. <laughs> no, the answer's before. Blatantly Luke. All right, Two yeah. of those things have happened on tour, by the way. We've got a time. We've run out of time. Um, Boo! So I was talking too much. We'll just, sorry. Well, I mean, we've run out of time per se, but we're only. I've had podcasts longer than this. I've heard podcasts longer than this. We only have this room till two o'clock, though. We've what? got four minutes. Four <laughs> minutes. Round four it minutes. up, guys. All right. So this is my nugget of knowledge. Ben's nugget of knowledge. It's not really a fact. It's more of a theory, but. You know when you scratch your head when you're thinking, if you do, you know it's a trope that a lot of people do when they're thinking yeah. they scratch their head. Yeah. Now, this the, the science thinks that this is due to our evolution and when you see apes and they fight and they get frustrated, they raise their fists up and listeners at home, I've now got my fists above my head like an <laughs> angry gorilla and they beat down on their, on their foe out of frustration. And what they think that is, is you're angry at yourself for a split second that you can't figure something out, so you raise your head, hands out of anger, sub, sub, subconsciously. Right. But then, because as uh, human humanity has progressed from uh, evolved Evolution. from uh, essentially monkeys, yeah, and they still do that. We've had civilization beaten into us, and when we do that out of anger, we check ourselves and we say, "Oh, we we can't do that anymore. We don't solve things with violence." And then you scratch your head because it's a self-soothing thing. You know when oh. people. You know when people fold their arms when they're lying or something like yeah. that? That's not true. Or that's, sweat when they have that's, quiz questions. That's self-comfort or when they touch themselves. That's subconsciously you're making yourself feel better. And this is backed up by the fact that capuchin monkeys, when when a capuchin <laughs> monkey is stressed out, he will scratch his head and he, he won't f hit things. He will sit and scratch his head. And if, if monkeys are picking on, so, on a monkey, like playing, and then the monkey they're picking on starts scratching his head, the other monkeys will realise, he's stressed, I'm going to leave him alone, and they'll leave him alone. All right. And this is further backed up by the fact that <laughs> it's commonly known that if you want, people to, you want people to leave you alone in an office job and you've got your own office and you don't want people coming in and bugging you, just yeah. look like you're stressed all the time. Walk up and down, pacing on the phone, scratching your head, and people will be more likely to leave you alone. That is Callum's nugget of knowledge for this like week. Like it. Love it. Wicked. Well, it's not. It's kind of a nugget of. Um, I, mean, I feel. I feel. I feel that. I, I feel need to lie down. I feel enlightened. <laughs> yeah, I'm oh, going to yeah. scratch my so head. So next time you scratch your head, think about your um your Stress common levels. ancestors yeah. and yeah. how they used to beat on each other when they were angry. Like Planet of the Apes. Well, this has been a lovely debut of the Redline Red Online. Online podcast. Yeah, it's been awesome. Uh, thanks for coming in, Neil. I enjoyed it a lot. Pleasure. Yeah. Thanks for making me feel well, um, ridiculously stupid. I'm looking stupid. forward to sorting out Callum's forfeit for the next yeah, podcast. Wicked. And uh, our next guest as well, we will introduce... See yeah. you next time. On the Goodbye. Red Line. On red the Red Line. line pod <laughs> yeah, I think you need to work on that, guys. <laughs> Three, two, one. The, the Red Line Online Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We'll see you next 
Months? Next, next month. Next yes, month. this is a monthly thing to start with. We may might do more as we go along. Yeah. Wicked. Love you all. Goodbye. 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 Hi, this is Mimi. You have just heard our brand new Mimi Detroit podcast, The Red Line Online, brought to you by Soul Rock Central Records. Thank you so, so much for listening. Pre-save the upcoming single, Meme Rock and Roller, and check out our other music now, available across all major platforms. And come say hi on our socials at Mimi Detroit or via MimiDetroit.com. Our guest today was Neil Murdoch of Blue Nation. You can find them and their awesome music online at Blue Nation Music or BlueNation.co.uk. Don't forget to set a reminder and we'll see you next month for more from the Redline Online Podcast.